0: Hello and welcome to a special bonus edition of Perspectives. I'm Tom Kyo of Ama, And I'm John Benzina of KPMG. John, we've just wrapped on a fascinating series interviewing leaders from across the global alternative asset management space. In total, we had 10 interviews, including one of the very first interviews with the first female CEO of Man Group, a rocketeer bringing his skills to private credit, (laughs) and an activist that says that people should love them. And they do care. And there was many, many more besides. Very, very interesting. And, you know, collectively, these leaders,
1: they represented close to 250 years of leadership experience in the alternative asset management space. And that's I was, $250 billion in assets under management, Tom?
0: Yeah, a lot of experience and a lot of money under their belt. But the picture that they painted in our conversations was of an industry that embraced wholesale change while staying true to its primary focus of delivering for their investors. They remain excited about the challenges that they face, and they're also optimistic about their ability to evolve and remain valued and trusted partners to their clients. So John, if I can put you on the spot then, what are your three key takeaways from the series?
1: You know, there's so many takeaways, so many things I would love to um, to chat about, but to pick three, I, I think the first thing I was reminded about was how strategy the diverse the industry really is. And I'm not sure that this is possible or that comparable uh, to bucket hedge funds into one category. Everyone we spoke to was was deploying significantly different alternative investment management strategies, and you know the sample size obviously shaped that a little bit. But the varying perspectives were really fascinating in of themselves, and to the extent that they were all targeting different inefficiencies in the market in the financial market. So that was that was the first thing, And, and then secondly, I would say. Without any prodding, you know, like as the interviews were being conducted, the the conversation often veered to their relationship with the investor and their comprehensive knowledge about the investor type, uh, the investor's preferences, the alignment of interests, portfolio construction was clear. Um, So the transparency and communication with with investors was really at a different plateau. I was very impressed with their knowledge of of that area. Um, And not one leader, finally we spoke to, was retiring soon. Uh, everyone was focused on what they really, truly loved to do. Not one leader was concerned that sort of the intellect and talent in their organization weren't, wouldn't be able to carry on brilliantly without them. And across the board, these outstanding group of CEOs were involved in a variety of matters, ranging from charities to athletics to family to education. And I was truly blessed to have had the opportunity to chat with all of them very interesting discussions
0: i agree the conversations were were really inspiring and thought-provoking like you say john i was struck also by the degree of confidence that each of the guests showed in the industry despite the challenging environment you know that that we've had over the last 12 months or the last two years even um and coupled with that the heightened geopolitical concerns um certainly over the course of the past year, and tragic as they are. Um, We asked our guests, as you recall, John, to score their level of confidence in the prospects for the global alternative asset management space over the coming five years. And we asked them to score it out of five, with five being the highest score. And it was notable that not one of them scored below four. Were you surprised by that? You know, not after
1: the interviews, Tom. Uh, After listening to their investment strategies and how they deployed it and how they view it to be deployed in the current economic environment, you could see that this is sort of very well thought out strategies. And they were very optimistic about the the number of opportunities, not necessarily just in their own sector, but geographically around the world. Uh, and very optimistic, not only for them themselves, but for the industry in general. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, and I guess the other thing that they that we one of the topics we spoke about was the use of you know generative AI in their business as an example um and and you know it certainly it certainly um was a, a a factor that uh it sort of been easy for them to jump on the generative AI bandwagon um in an interview like this and say yeah we're incorporating in all of our strategy but it was it was pretty well thought out um in terms of how they were Studying it and utilizing it um as what are the impact of these technologies on the the companies' investments, and sectors that they were investing in
0: yeah and and recall as well, John, as we said at the start um these are firms from different backgrounds across the alternative asset management space, so it wasn't just although we did have some really fascinating insights from um some of the CEOs that were from the quant space. And you would expect them, uh, given their background and the fact that they are pioneers in advanced quantitative techniques, you would expect them to have had a lot of thought and consideration about how to incorporate gen AI. But it was notable that, as you say, even the more traditional finance part of the industry that's represented also in these interviews shared some really interesting insights of how they are thinking about accommodating AI and Gen AI across their workforce,
1: absolutely. And it was also interesting to hear views on uh, how they were addressing issues around ESG and responsible investment. Um, you know, it's, it's fair to say the debate's been uh, a little more nuanced over the past twelve months. But they were very, very attentive to um, ESG matters.
0: Polar extremes from from, from some um, in terms of the view around ESG, and that reflects the. The, the environment that you know we see at the moment around ESG and responsible investment. But what was a common factor and a common thread throughout all of these conversations was the need to meet the expectation of the client when it came to incorporating ESG risks or just thinking about investing in a responsible manner. Absolutely. So the perspectives interviews, John, it offers something for everyone, right?
1: Absolutely. And so on behalf of... Um... AIMA and KPMG, we would like to thank all the guest speakers who shared their wonderful experiences with us and gave us a glimpse into the corner office of some of the most influential
0: alternative asset managers in the world. And you can hear all these interviews by going to AMA's Long Short, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all popular podcast platforms.
1: Well, certainly the full episodes, including transcripts and the key lessons from each guest can be found on the AIMA's website as well.
0: So many thanks to the production team at AMA for pulling all this together. And to you, John, it's been a real
1: pleasure. And thanks to you, Tom. And last, by no means least, uh, many thanks to you, the listener out there. We hope you find these useful. Uh, If so, we'd love to rate the series, provide your feedback. Um, So thank you and bye for now.